I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. In our last episode, Power in Your Mouth, we talked about the awesome power of praise to turn situations and circumstances in your favor supernaturally. In this episode, I want to talk to you about the enemies of praise. But before we begin, pray this prayer with me. Repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, open up a new chapter of my life by your word today. Come on, pray that. Father, in the name of Jesus, open up a new chapter of my life by your word today. Launch me into my season of breakthroughs. Now let's begin to thank him for it. Father, we thank you for it. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Congratulations. This is your season of breakthroughs. Come on now, shake hands with two or three people next to you and tell them, I'm breaking through now. What about you? Go on. Because, you know, we are in a huge stadium, multitudes outside, listening to the message, big screens everywhere. Now, as you listen to these teachings, expect breakthroughs. Expect God to do awesome things for you. Expect miracles. Expectation is the mother of manifestation. You know, this is no ordinary podcast. Every time you tune in here, every time you come to the winner's call, it is for a divine life-changing encounter with God and his word. Expect that. Say amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, so shall it be for you. Enemies of praise. Enemies of praise is our topic. Our anchor scripture for this message is Psalm 67 verses 5 to 6. Psalm 67 verses 5 to 6. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Praise and thanksgiving coming from a sincere heart of love for God makes our lives fruitful and abundant. Likewise, a heart of ingratitude and complaints causes frustration and desolation in our lives. The Bible tells us that the children of Israel missed the awesome blessings God had waiting for them in the promised land because of complaining and murmuring. Listen, Numbers 14, verse 2. Numbers chapter 14, verse 2. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in the wilderness. They hit a rough spot on the journey and forgot about everything God had done for them and started complaining. Has that ever happened to you? It certainly has happened to me. Joel 1.12, Joel 1.12. The vine is dried up and the fig tree languisheth. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree, even all the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men. You see, without joy, there will be no harvest. Without a heart of joy, supernatural turnarounds, prosperity, abundance, breakthroughs, they're impossible for the believer. God desires and deserves our praise. You know, the very breath you use to complain came from him. Without it, without it, right, you would be dead. 
So praise him. You are alive. Therefore, every good thing is still possible. Every good thing is still possible for you. When you praise God, he steps into your situation, making you an unstoppable force. You see, the enemy seeks to rob you of God's presence and power by attacking your mind with doubts and fears. But listen to what Jesus said in John 10.10. John 10.10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God has come into your life. Christ has come for you to have an abundant life in every way. And Satan's dark thoughts and negative feelings and, you know, all of that is to rob you of God's presence because God's presence is necessary for your breakthroughs. Now let's look at three major enemies of praise. Three major enemies of praise. Number one, lack of joy. Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11. Thou will show the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. When you maintain a heart of joy, you receive divine instructions to get out of any pit you may have fallen into, or the next step to your breakthrough is revealed. Because as we were told in Psalm 22, verse 3, God inhabits the praises of his people. Therefore, you must strive to keep your inner environment conducive to his presence. You know, just as a fish can't live out of water, God can't be present in a joyless, praiseless environment. Joy must be maintained because praise will flow naturally from a joyful heart. You know, unlike happiness, right? Joy is not dependent on what's happening to you or around you, right? It's not born of happenings but of choice, you know, a choice to look at all that God has done for you already and not what has to be done. Anytime you look at what has to be done, you'll be robbed. But that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Say amen. Now, this is why Paul tells us in Philippians chapter four, verse four, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, rejoice evermore. So no matter how much of a prayer warrior you are and how busy and dedicated you are in your service to God, if you are joyless, you will be fruitless. You will remain stranded and grounded. But that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Come on, say amen. Be excited about what you have now where you are now. Be thankful. Lack of joy, focusing on what you don't have, opens the door to depression, thereby inviting Satan to oppress you. You see, you cannot be oppressed and defeated until you are first depressed. Also, you can't receive inspiration when you're joyless. You know, joy paves the way for inspiration to flow. Whatever your, your, your profession may be, you need to be inspired. And so you've got to have a heart of joy. And again, joy is not this jumping up and down, you know, loud shouting because, oh, we did this or this happened. No, 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 no. Joy isn't that. It may result as that, you know, it, it can manifest into that. But that's not joy that we're speaking of. This joy we're talking about 
is a peaceful assurance of the heart. You know, it's a deep, quiet confidence because of your faith in God, your trust in Him and His promises to you. You know, so it's, it, 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 it dwells in you, right? And no matter what may be going on around you, there is this gratitude inside of you at all times. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Now listen, the water in that verse means the right word coming from the wells of salvation. The wells of salvation is the book, the Bible, pointing you in the right direction, right? So the right word comes to you from his word, the Bible, that inspires you, that lifts you up and shows you the way to go, gives you the answers. Therefore, at all cost, remain joyful by being ever thankful so you can receive your word as it comes gushing from the wells of salvation. Come on, say amen. Number two, number two, our second enemy of praise, murmuring and complaining. Murmuring and complaining. 1 Corinthians 10, 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. When you take your eyes off of all the good God has done and is doing, you fall victim to this trap. Numbers chapter 11, verse 1. And when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, and the Lord heard it. And his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt up among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. Complaining and murmuring cause your blessings to be burnt up. When we murmur and complain, it's really a slap in God's face. You know, we separate ourselves from his presence and position ourselves for inevitable losses. That shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Come on, say amen. When we murmur and complain, we're saying God has not done anything for us or that what he has done is not enough. But let me tell you something. The truth is he has done more than enough and he has done all things well. Mark 7, 37. Beware of covetousness. You know, covetousness leads to complaining and murmuring. When you compare yourself with others and want what someone else has, you will always be unhappy. No matter what the covetous has, he or she will never be satisfied. They always want more. Contentment is the cure for covetousness. Be content with what you have per time. Be thankful for it because you know that yours is coming. God is a promoter. The Bible tells you promotion does not come from the north, the south, the east, or the west. Promotion comes from the Lord. God is the one who lifts you up. So it doesn't matter what anyone else has. Yours is coming. Just stay in the, in the lane. Stay in alignment with God. Stay in the word. Stay thankful. Keep your heart full of joy. 1 Timothy 6, chapter 6, verses 6 to 8. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 to 8. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Throughout biblical history, no one who was truly grateful and praiseful was 
ever left behind. It's not possible. They always rose to the top. Only the murmurers end up destroyed. But in the name of Jesus, you will rise to the top of the top in all areas of your life. Come on, say amen. And finally, number three, the third enemy of of praise, holding on to the past. Holding on to the past. You know, the trap of looking back at past failures will always put sorrow in your heart and rob you of your glorious present and future. Looking at past mistakes is an enemy of your praise life. You cannot live a praiseful life until you forgive yourself for the past and let it go under the blood of Jesus. By redemption, you have been forgiven and delivered. God wants to do a new thing in your life. Let him. Listen to Isaiah 43, verses 18 to 19, one of my favorite scriptures. Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. I'm going to read it to you in two translations. The first one is the King James. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And Isaiah 43, 18 to 19, the Passion Translation, Isaiah 43, 18 to 19, stop dwelling on the past. Don't ever, don't even remember these former things. I'll take it again. Isaiah 43, 18 to 19, the Passion Translation, stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Isn't that awesome? The only thing you want to remember and write down from your past are the testimonies. That's it. Everything else, let it go. Just remember the good stuff. They're good memories. All the good things that happened. Remember those. You know, let's stand with the Apostle Paul. I love this. Philippians 3, 13 to 14. Philippians chapter 3, 13 to 14. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Come on, say amen. Amen and amen. So forget the past. Give God praise and press toward your glorious future. God has a great plans for you. He has planned something awesome that, you know, you, you can't even conceive of it. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. That's you. Become God's sanctuary. You know, make your heart and your home a place of praise and watch how things begin to change in your health, your relationships, your business, your finances. God is faithful. Come on, let's give him thanks. Father, we thank you for the word that we've heard. Thank him for the word you've heard just now. Lord, we thank you for this word. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, before we close, I have a 30-day challenge for you. But before I tell you about it, let me extend this invitation so that we will all be on the same page if you choose to engage this mystery, okay? But first, if you're under the sound of my voice and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you an opportunity to do so now. If you're not saved, you're not saved. 
And if perhaps you knew Jesus Christ and you got discouraged and disconnected along the way, he sent me to tell you he loves you and he's calling you to come back home. So pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I come to you today. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, my physician and healer, my provider who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward, I belong to you. Amen and amen. Welcome, you have just come home to the family of Almighty God. So now you have to pray and ask God to lead you to your church home. You belong somewhere. And it will be a church where they preach and teach the uncompromised word of faith, the word of God. I attend Winner's Chapel in Hempstead, Long Island. And if you live in the New York area, you're welcome to visit us there. And we also have churches all over the world. I'm sure there's one near you. Feel free to write to me also at hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. I would love to hear your testimonies. Now, the 30-day praise challenge. It's a 30-day praise challenge beginning from the day you're listening to this episode. So whenever you're listening, that's when it's beginning. High praise for 30 minutes, right? High praise simply means, you know, you're setting your clock and you're singing and dancing to the Lord right? For his goodness. You can do it in the night or you can do it in the day, whichever time is suitable for you. The choice is yours. But the minimum is 30 minutes per day for 30 days. And if you miss a day, you have to start over. But in the name of Jesus, no one of you will miss a day. Come on, say amen. Decide also on the breakthrough you desire and make it your target for genuine heartfelt praise right? So whatever, let's say you, I don't know, perhaps you have a business proposal that's being held up and it's being challenged. Put it on the ground at whatever time you're going to do this in the morning or in the evening, place it on the ground and begin to dance and sing around it for 30 minutes, just giving God thanks that it is done because I know you've prayed and prayed about it. So now it's time to praise your way through this. Whatever it is, I don't know what, but perhaps it's something you're desiring, you know, whatever it is, use something that represents it. If, if perhaps it's not, you know, it's not something that you can actually hold and put on the ground, you can write it down and put it on the ground. Whatever you do, you're just praising God that it is done by faith and get the scripture that promises you that desire. And as you're praising and singing, you're declaring that scripture. You understand? For 30 minutes. And let me tell you, before 30 days is up, you will have a breakthrough in the name of Jesus. So get your praise music together. <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Listen, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But every one of you under the sound of my voice, you are the spiritual. You understand this mystery and you will engage with it with all your heart and God will bless you. In the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare supernatural turnarounds in every area of your life. 
as you give him high praise, quality praise in song and dance, every stubborn situation will turn in your favor within those 30 days in the name of Jesus. Come on, say amen to that. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit hazelgoodmanministries.org and sow your love offering. blessed by our podcast, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We can also be found on Apple, Spotify, and now Amazon Music. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. Please send your prayer requests and testimonies to hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. Tune into our live teleconference, The Winner's Call, every Monday night at 7 p.m. Call-in number 725-735-9904. Remember to subscribe. I love you. God bless you. Jesus is Lord. Are you born to reign in life? You are no ordinary person. You are destined.